Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Woohoo! It's exciting to be in church, isn't it? Well, we're in the right place at the right time tonight, today, this morning. Sorry. Hey, you trying to steal my water? Um, hey, great to be back in Harvey Bay. You guys are looking fantastic. Um, thank you for having us back. Pastor Ross and Pastor Mary, you guys are amazing, and it's an absolute privilege to be here with you. And, of course, Peter and Emma, you guys have been here too forever. And, uh, and uh, what a great thing it is to be in this house. Thank you for welcoming us in and uh, for looking after us while we're in the city. And uh, thank you. I'm going to say thank you right now to some people because I'll forget later on. And should say thanks first anyway. Thank you to the sound people and all the lighting people and who make, you can hear me this morning because of that. Kick TV cameras and that. Because I'll probably mess you up a bit this morning. I hate standing still. And uh, so I'll just be all over the show. And uh, so I hope you can keep up with me, Miss Camera Lady. And... uh, and if you get annoyed, we'll lay hands on you and we'll make you disappear anyway. Um, uh, Jesus is in the house and it's good to be here with you. We've had a fantastic time already with your men yesterday morning. That was pretty fiery sort of a time. And then with the young adults last night. Thank you, Peter. That was fantastic. And now with you guys, it's great to be here today with the church here in this great city of Harvey Bay, which seems to be expanding like unbelievably. Drove in here, didn't recognize your city any longer. And uh, But it's good to be here with a bunch of people who are on fire for God and got expectation in their heart. Um, so thank you very much. Why don't we pray before you sit down? And uh, thank you for standing. And uh, let's pray because we haven't come to see me or hear me. We've come to encounter the love of an awesome God, all right? So, Father, we give you authority right now. We give you total authority to walk up and down every aisle in between each road this morning. Lord God, we give you total authority to touch people's lives. We thank you for the miracles that have already happened while we've been worshipping and taking communion, God. We thank you that that is the, the essence Jesus, you said that healing is the children's bread. So right now, we believe, God, that a sin would so unlock us. God, that we would not only stand there, we would enter into a moment of break That is set now. That lowest place we fight walk out different to what came in. in Jesus' name. I pray for anybody who's here today. God, feel like they don't belong, who's lonely or disillusioned. God, we pray for them right now and we ask your Holy Spirit. In fact, somebody here right now feeling like that. And I just want to say this to you, wherever you are right now, Jesus just walking right down your your aisle, right down your row right now. And he's saying, you matter. You matter. So that if you're feeling un or detached this morning, if you're feeling like you don't belong, you're feeling lonely, that's somebody here today. And I want to tell you right now that God is saying, I love you and you are part of this. This is the greatest cause on earth. It's called the church. It's the body of Jesus Christ. You better believe he loves it this morning, however wrong it may be or whatever messed up way it may be. God says, I love my church. And we are the church of the living God. So just lift your hands right now. Father, I pray right now as we come around your word this morning, unlock an atmosphere that would 
be, cause us to become such a part of your body today, God, that we literally infect and infuse every part of our community with the love, the truth, and the hope of Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we declare it this morning and we declare right now, God, that if you're for us, nothing can be against us and faith rules in Jesus' name. We declare that faith rules in Jesus' name and we give you all the glory right now. We thank you, Father, for the power of your word. Amen, amen. Just as you're standing there with a camera in your hand and a glow stick in your hand right now, I really feel just as I walked past you earlier, God said, get ready, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to anoint you this morning with an anointing that unlocks broken captives, that sets prisoners free. There's a fresh anointing coming on you even in this meeting this morning, God says. And it's not by chance you're holding on to a glow stick because God's going to use you and you're going to glow under the power of the Holy Ghost, all right? Spirit of God, fall afresh on her right now. Let an anointing get all over her life in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeehaw. Okay, let's go. All right, you can be seated. Thank you very much, Mr. Keyboard. And um, it's a real privilege to be in this house this morning. And uh, I just want to say a couple of things. Thank you for, um, for the lovely looking after us, the beautiful food we've been eating and all the goods, goodies that we've had here, okay? Revelation chapter 3 and verse 1 says you better wake up, okay? And uh, I think the church has been caught sleeping and I think it's time to wake up, hallelujah. We are the greatest organization on earth. If you don't realize it, you're sitting in the middle of uh, incredible revival right now. I want to title my message today, if I gave it a title, and I have struggled, I, I struggled to title messages, okay? But if I'm giving this a title today, it would be unlocking the revival within. And uh, because there's a lot of people looking for revival today, all right? You may be here today looking for revival. Well, hard luck. Um, the revival that you're looking for can only happen on the inside of you. Okay? It can only happen. Revivals come and go, friends. There's been revivals all over the world. The, the revival in... Uh, in um, in, in Wales, the, the Welsh revival, which was an incredible revival, 12 weeks and it was all over, man. And then it was the individual believers who carried revival that changed the world. After six months after that revival, they could barely find a result of revival. They couldn't find people who were still fired up. So I want to challenge you a little bit this morning. Are you fired up? Like the reality is, revival is a personal thing. It's a very personal thing to me. Revival, I am a revivalist, okay? I travel the world and I think uh, the reality is that we should be revivalists and wherever we show up, revival literally breaks out in Jesus' name, okay? Whether that's in a room, in an office, in a school, in your schoolyard, in your workplace, we should be having revivals. And if revival's real, it should happen in our workplaces. It should happen in our own street. I don't want to wait till I get to church to experience revival. I want to already have it before I get here. Then we've got something that we can celebrate. Hallelujah. I think too many times we're coming around looking for something to celebrate. And because we've got nothing to celebrate, we talk stuff and we give you three points in a poem that bore the life out of you. And reality is that only happens because we're not living a personal revival that has a text. Because my Bible says in Revelation chapter 12 that they overcame the enemy not by having a revival, not by having nice church service, not by three points in a poem. That'll never overcome the enemy. The thing that overcomes the enemy is the power of your testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Jesus Christ that we celebrated this morning. 
That's where revival really happens. And I want to tell you, and they love not their lives unto the death. I mean, man, most of us freaked out when COVID come. Everybody, most Christians I knew were scared of dying. Are you kidding me? The best is yet to come. Whether it's here or on the other side, the best is yet to come. Yet we freaked out about dying. People were trying to protect themselves. Seriously, friend, we needed to get back to reading John G. Lake, who was a true revivalist and carried such a revival in his heart that he walked into the middle of the bubonic plague where it was taking out lives left, right and centre and he walked out of there with zero vaccination. He said, I do not want your vaccination. I've got the blood of Jesus upon me. And he walked into the middle of the bubonic plague and people got healed all around him and rose from the dead and lived again. We need to carry something that's got some power. I said power. I don't want a dead religion. You can get dead religion just about anywhere in the world right now. There's so much dead religion around. I want to tell you, we need to unlock something that carries some power that when we get on an aeroplane, people start getting saved all around us on the aeroplane. Hallelujah. People start shaking when they stand beside you and they ask you questions like, what the heck is going on here? And you tell them that you've got nothing to do with it. And then they start crying. And then you end up leading them to Christ because the power of God gets loosed in the atmosphere you're in. Well, I believe, and I want to talk about this morning, carrying a personal revival, okay? Hallelujah. Incidentally, there's somebody here this morning and you're in this meeting right now and you're struggling. You have had some sort of brain damage. There's been an accident or whatever it was and you've got brain damage and right now that's struggling and there's confusion going, you're messed up in your head and I believe there's a miracle here. Who is that right now? Because God's going to heal you right now. Somebody you've had either an accident but you've had some sort of brain damage and God's about to knit it all back together and heal you this morning. Who is it? Who is it? Just waiting for you. Waiting. You're not even here. There, there you are. Come up here. Sister, come up here. Come up. Or shall I come to you? Where are you there? Yeah. Oh, she's struggling to get up here. Oh, no, you're trying to put your shoes on. Holy Ghost right now. What's your name, sorry? Rachel. Rachel, you're about to get a miracle. Just as I announced, in fact, I was just about to preach on a personal revival and God says there's a woman here that carries revival in her life and because of that damage, it's hesitated you, it's restricted you, it's held you back and God says today you're going to walk out of here a different person than what you come. How many believe that's a possibility right now in Jesus' mighty name? God, I thank you. In fact, every, there's been negative words spoken to you about this, about recovery, about the possibility of your future, but I break every curse off your life right now. Negative words leave you right now. They dissipate in Jesus' name because the blood of Jesus is on you right now, and there goes the power of God, and I loose you from the curse right now and be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Don't touch her. Don't move her. Let her lay there. God's going to do a miracle in her mind. God's going to, I see cognitive, cognitive cells coming back together. I see God fusing cognitive cells in the brain and I see God putting it back together. You're going to be better than you ever were before in Jesus' mighty name. You're going to carry the power of healing in your body and you're going to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. These feet are going to take the gospel of good news because you're going to have a testimony of the power of God's love. Give Jesus a praise this morning because he's in the house we've we've got to realize 
see in Acts, I think it's Acts chapter 1 and verse 1, that Paul's writing to the, the Christians of the time in the first book, the book of Acts in the New Testament there. And he says this, I write to you, Theophilus, because I want to tell you of all the things that Jesus began to do and to teach, okay? We in the Western world are now Greek, weird, sitting-in-row philosophy have got tied up in teaching, teaching, teaching. But the doing never seems to happen. They talk about the doing, but it never seems to happen. It's like we need to get back to the power of the Holy Ghost and the power of revival, and we need to unlock some supernatural doing in Jesus' name. Amen? And I'll tell you right now, if I'm in a congregation of this size, one-third of you right now carries the anointing of the Holy Ghost to actually perform the miraculous. One third of you in a crowd like this carries an anointing on your life to perform the miraculous. I want to, I want to deploy you this morning. One thing I'm here for today is to deploy you into the supernatural ability and gifts of the Holy Ghost in our lives. I am sick of seeing a church that is one-winged doves and we fly around with all the fruits of the Spirit and we're zooming around. We crash land about once a week because we only got one love, one wing out. God wants us to get both wings out and God wants us to start flying not with just the fruits of the Spirit, with the gifts of the Spirit, activating the power. We are Pentecostal, okay? Pentecostal, which if that word freaks you out, hard luck. All it means really, it means pente means five and costa means, uh, I think it means times ten. So Pentecostal means just getting involved in the supernatural of the gifts of the Holy Ghost on our lives. So let's rise up and be the church that God called us to be. Amen? I'm passionate about this stuff. I think that the church is amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm consistently amazed wherever I go in the world. I see the world trying to fix our world. They're trying to fix um, uh, apartheid. They're trying to fix um, uh, division and races. And they're trying to do even your nation right now with the yes, no vote. I mean, mate, why don't they just come to you guys and say, how are you doing this? We've got nations and different, different uh, ethnicities in here and we're all loving Jesus together. The world can look at us and see this is the answer and his name is Jesus, okay? He can heal the brokenhearted, set you free today and set you on course for an incredible revival. Let's get back to some notes here in case you're waiting for some notes. And uh, people always seem to make notes. I don't know why. But, um, uh, you know, um, Jesus, most of the time they wanted him to preach. He just got moving in the Holy Ghost, to be honest with you, you know. And, uh, you know, in Mark chapter 3, he turns up and he goes down and the boys have left their boats and they're mending their nets. And, uh, and it says a great crowd was pressing around him. So the excitement there, the, 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 the absolute excitement to hear something from Jesus. And it says they pressed in and they pressed him to such a place that he, he got pushed up against the lake. He's standing right on the edge of the lake. And then it says Jesus stood. Well, I like it when Jesus stands still because normally when Jesus stops in your territory, something's about to shift. So Jesus stops there and then he looks out and he sees the boats anchored in the shallows. 
And I just want to say today, just before I get going, there's some people here right now, and I really believe God is here to unlock you today and unlock stuff that's been anchored in the shallows for way too long, and God's about to launch you out in the deep. God's about to launch you out in the deep. So get ready for what God's going to do there, okay? Do you know? I mean, man, do you know who you're sitting beside today? See, I think we think we're just sitting beside someone ordinary. You're sitting beside a Holy Ghost, power-packed, anointed version of God representing Jesus Christ on earth. We're ambassadors of the cross of Christ. We're ambassadors of revival. You're not even meant to live this life being ordinary. We should be the most unordinary people on the planet. Just, just poke the person next to you and say, do you know who you're sitting beside? I mean, my goodness. Because I, I, I think we forget who we are. We forget who we are. The Bible says that you are the light of the world. The light of the world. I mean, man, Julia gave you a great illustration. You're the light of the world this morning. It says that you are the salt of the earth. Lick the person next to you, see if they're still salty. Is it all gone? What's happened there? You know, I think sometimes we lose what we've got and we become ordinary. And we were never meant to be ordinary. We should be the most flavorful people on the earth. We should be fun. We should be incredible to hang out with. We bring change to the room. We shift the atmosphere. We release miracles in Jesus' name. Man, we've got to grab this stuff, I tell you. It's getting too dark out there. It's getting way too dark. That's why Isaiah it says, rise, shine. Your time has come. When it looks all dark and it looks like your government's screwing it up and it's getting real bad across the planet and there's war in Israel and Palestine, that's when, hello, bling, bling, here comes our light. We're going to be a light to the dark world. The darker it gets, the lighter we get. Don't complain how tough it is. Rejoice in the Lord your God and in the day of your salvation. I tell you what, just remember what it was like without Christ. Or have you forgotten what it was like without Christ? Man, alive. Don't forget that. When I got born again, it was the greatest day of my life. 25 years old, and I discovered the love of Jesus. And I meet hundreds and hundreds of people who kind of got bored with whatever happened back there. But we should be so excited about it. We should be bubbling with the joy of our salvation. We should be just totally radiant with the power of God within us shining in our world. So I want to talk about that this morning, a little bit about a power of revival, okay? And you are a personal revival. You're a, you, see, I think too often we, become, we go over the wall and we try to wind the thermostat up. But you are, what's the other thing, the thermostat and the thermometer? Man, we, we wind that up to get it hot. But you're the one who should be on fire. We should be adjusting the gauge on the wall. We should walk into a room and it shifts the atmosphere, okay? Shifts the atmosphere. I was on an airplane a little while ago, 747, and, uh, and uh, we were at, I think we were at 38,000 feet, actually, which is a good place to be because God's closer to you there than he is here. And... Uh, so we're at 38,000 feet and the, 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 the lady beside me um, suddenly encounters God. I don't know how that happened. I don't even know how it happened. I'm just being myself. And she encounters God and she starts weeping and, and uh, she, she gets quite distraught. And I thought, wonder what's going on there. And I asked her in the end, is there a problem? And she said, it's you. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, 
And what had happened, God had, again, she said, you're reminding me of when I was nine years old. I think she was like 78 or 80. She's very late in life. Well, no, I'm nearly there now, so (laughs) quite early in life, actually. Moses was just getting started at 80. I mean, the the only organisation on the planet, incidentally, that cancels people after they get about 60 is the church, okay? Just beware of that in your nation. The only organisation on the planet that cancels people there. The American government still thinks you're pretty cool when you're whatever age Biden is with zero activity up here, and, uh, and they still think he's good, okay? So why are we cancelling out? We've got the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives. <laughs> Sorry, Lord. And uh, the, the anointing just flew out the room. Anyway, retreat. Anyway, so she's crying, and she says, you remind me when I was nine years old and I went to Sunday school and my Sunday school teacher told me about Jesus. Now, I hadn't even talked, okay? I hadn't uttered a word. Next thing, she's crying. Then the flight attendant comes down and asks me what's going on because she thinks I'm the cause of this issue. And uh, then she starts crying and shaking. And then we had a revival on a 747 at 38,000 feet. And uh, I want to tell you... You see, it really is, and I challenge you with this, revival should not be something we talk about. It should be like like something that we live. It should bring you incredible joy just thinking about it, okay? And you need a smile now and then. Let's face it. Even if you've only got two teeth, just smile right now. It's, they say um, um, medical people now tell you that the greatest thing you can do is smile, okay? They reckon when you smile, it releases endorphins into your body that automatically bring healing. Half the reason people are sick, they just don't smile enough, all right? My Bible even tells me that a happy spirit brings healing to your body. So let's get happy. At le- the least thing we can do in the kingdom is get out. I mean, I've been paralyzed, not sorry, paralyzed, quadriplegic, whatever you call that, from the neck down. I was literally a quadriplegic from here down and couldn't move one thing in my body, had no sense of feeling. Doctors were telling me it's over, that you're going to be depressed for the rest of your life. Well, that's what they may as well tell you because when you can't walk and you've been told you're going to be a quadriplegic for the rest of your days, depression will very quickly sneak into your world, okay? Thank God right then that you need to have people of faith around you, okay? When your own faith is weak, that's why the church is good and that's why we come here today so you can lift your faith level up. You could be an atheist in here, you might be a non-believer in here, you might have no faith at all, but I want to tell you, you're around people of faith. Somebody sitting beside you carries an anointing right now that can raise the dead, heal the sick and set captives free, can dissolve depression off your mind and set you free into liberty right now. That's the kind of people we need around us. I remember I was laying in that hospital and things had got for, gone from bad to worse and it looked like the, the, that hope was falling apart. My world was falling apart, I want to tell you. Obviously, you start to be broken on the inside. I remember weeping and crying and totally depressed. I didn't even want to be alive any longer. And then Julia turned up and said, what's happened to the faith you used to carry? And I want to tell you right then, something happened when she started talking about faith and reading the Bible to me and then putting uh, a headphone on my head that had, she put a Walkman there beside the bed. Obviously, I can't touch it. So she just put it on and had it going. And the thing had 375 hours of Dr. Paul Yonghe Cho preaching 
that you've got to go to the third level of faith and you've got to unlock the anointing over your own world. So he's preaching to me and, uh, and with great respect I say his preaching did not inspire me greatly and I wished I could have turned it off but I couldn't. 375 hours of Dr. Paul Yongi Cho. Anyway, a couple of days later I'm laying there and the thing's still going. It's like going non-stop and I was sick of the sound of his voice to be honest with you. And then the next thing that happened, he said these amazing words. He said, most people don't understand faith. And I have no doubt, even in a crowd like this, that there would be people who have no understanding of what faith is. But Jesus said, if you've got a little one, even a little bit of faith the size of a mustard seed, you can unlock incredible, miraculous, supernatural breakthrough in your world, in your world, not in my world, in your world. And just that little bit of faith. And he said, most people don't understand this, and therefore, he said, they fail to confess the power of the cause of Christ in their own life. And he said, you can open up with a confession that will change your world right here today. You can be sitting in a meeting like this, and by the words of your mouth, the Bible incidentally says, Proverbs 21, 18, death and life are in the power of your tongue. What you say, you will eventually get. The day you're living tomorrow is the one you declared yesterday, by the way. In fact, let's make it that the day we talk about today will be our tomorrow we live in, which is total freedom, the miraculous, and breakthrough. Holy Ghost, favor in your life, financial freedom in Jesus' name. Bills being cancelled in Jesus' name. Breakthrough financially. Babies being born. You can't have a baby today, but we start to declare it and confess it over our life. And we got one tomorrow. Amen. Someone in this meeting today who can't have a baby, get ready to have your baby. Get ready to have your baby. Look, it's not going to happen right here, but get ready to have your baby. Tell you right now, I believe that's a miracle that's in this house. I feel a hundred miracles right now. I feel a hundred miracles in this house. Get ready for your miracle to be. In fact, let's just say it right now. Let's turn tonight into we're going to have a healing meeting tonight, all right? Let's go for the miraculous tonight in Jesus' name. No, I've seen too many, too many miracles not to talk about it. And God's just a miracle working God. Hallelujah. And he will set you free. He'll heal you, deliver you. She spoke that word of faith, released uh, Dr. Paul Yongi Cho on me. And so after I'd got that revelation, he talked about how he met with a neurosurgeon the day before, how the neurosurgeon told him that uh, we can tell how people are going to come through an operation just by the way they talk before they go into the surgery. He, the, the neurosurgeon said, we've made a brand new discovery. And he said, we found out that there is, a, 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 um, they call it the central nervous system. And he said, we probe different parts of the brain and it'll wriggle a little finger, a little eyelash will wriggle when they probe over here. But when we probe dead center of the human brain, we activate the entire net central nervous system. And Dr. Cho said, yeah, I know that. James wrote about it, death and life from the power of the tongue. It's the speech center they discovered. The speech center of the human body can unlock the miraculous in your life, can declare and call things into being that don't even exist. I want to tell you, we are powerful individuals created in the image of a holy God. Whoa, you can get excited about that. If you can't get excited about anything else, realize that you are an exact duplicate of what God made as an image of himself. He wanted someone who looked like him talk like him could preach like him could walk like him could declare like him speaking things into being in Jesus name 
We've got power, friends. I want to unlock your power today in Jesus' name. We need to unlock it. We can't just be ordinary any longer. We've got to be powerful in this time we live in. In fact, I need to drink that. Somebody else already been drinking that. Not me. I promise you it's not me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See this bottle I hold in my hand here right now. I believe this represents a few people in here today that there's no, no, there ain't nothing on the inside. You're empty. Uh, because this will here, okay? And I want to challenge you a little bit of this because it's not tiny. Solomon is being fucked down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Matthew chapter 3 and verse 7. John said these words. He said, I'll baptize you in water like you baptized a few people last Sunday. But he said, there's one coming after me who will baptize you with the and fire. We forget the fire. The fire is the important part. I want the Holy Spirit, but boy, we need the fire. Passion needs to be ignited in our life. Passion needs to be. So what happens is that the devil comes along. And I see this in so many, because the devil is very real. He wants to attack you. He doesn't like what you represent. You represent the kingdom of God. And this is why today we're going to get you baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire before you get out of here, okay? Because here's the deal. He comes along, he knocks you off your perch, number one. Then he comes and he stomps on you and you squash. And I meet thousands of people who walk around squashed. They feel deflated. They feel unenergized. They feel like they've got nothing on the inside that they can give. They don't have a testimony because the enemy's robbed our testimony. We wanted one day to go to a new level. But let me assure you right now that every level you take in God has a new devil. In fact, even when they went into the promised land, into great victory, the Bible says there were giants in the land that wanted to take them out. And they had to be filled with the power of God and take down the giants in their life but if we're half flat and we've got nothing on the inside and so today I believe God's here today and I want to, I believe he wants to breathe on you as a congregation today I believe God wants to put something in you that will tra transform your mindset your thinking your confession and your ability to represent Christ so someone's about to receive it this morning and I believe we need to get our antennas up some of us need to shift the dish we need to shift it from am or fm or whatever you're lifting to and you need to shift it to the anointed power the holy ghost that god would breathe into our lives with a word of revelation that unlocks our future in jesus name and then when you let him breathe on you and you become like that and i believe it is time to be refilled with the holy spirit I want to say to the church in Australia, if you're looking for revival and you're hunting all over your nation, where's revival going to break out? Get your act together, get over yourself and start a personal revival right here because the greatest revival you'll ever walk in is the one that you're in. I don't want to follow someone else's revival. I don't want to go after what someone else has got. I want something happening in here that shifts my neighborhood, that brings a miracle on my aeroplane, that unlocks the people walking down the street where I live. We need a revival on the inside, friend, that Jesus sent us into all the world to shine a light. And I reckon and see, 
when you're filled up. I don't care how the devil tries to squash you. He can't win against the power of the Holy Ghost that's on the inside of you. He can jump on you, push on you. He can knock you off your shelf, but it will not affect what God's put on the inside of you. And there are people here tonight without, today, sorry, without power, and God's about to release a fresh anointing on your life, and you're going to rise up with power in your wings, the Bible says, and you will soar over the circumstances. In fact, the circumstances start to mean nothing to you. The circumstances become an event in your life, but the power of God becomes the cause. Let's rise above what the enemy meant for evil. God will use for the glory of his name. Julia preached about it this morning. Julia shared it over communion. This is what the Bible says. 1 Corinthians 4.20 says, For the kingdom of God is not in words. See, we have a lot of words, but the, the kingdom of God is power. Everybody yell out power. You're sitting here today, you've got no power in your life. You can't overcome. You can't overcome habits. You can't overcome the stuff that's happening in your life. You once were or could be baptized in the Holy Spirit, but you're not a talabushiki ababo shukurianda tongue-talking Holy Ghost believer that wakes up in the morning and the first thing you do is shandala buribarianda, which means, devil, you will have no authority in my world today, which means I'm more than a conqueror because if God lives in me, all things are going to work together for his good. We need to activate the power. We need to activate it in our lives. And then we become the overcomers that we're meant to be. Overcoming is about something to overcome, okay? It's not about cruising through life and, oh, this is such a cushy little Christian life. And, oh, man, alive, this is just like, oh, boy. No, we're in a fight. And it's called the deadliest fight on earth. It's for the souls of men and women. If you're here today, I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the answer to your life. That there is no other answer on this planet. That Jesus came to forgive you for your sin. To wash your sin away. To take your pain away. To deliver you from the chains of bondage that are holding you a captive in habits and mindsets and depression. Jesus came to set you free. And I see it all over the earth right now where God is moving in incredibly power and setting captives free. So today I want you to embrace the fact that God loves you so much. He's here today to set you free and bust the bondage off your life and give you a brand new start. Jesus, we love you. That's why we love him, okay? He's here today to rescue you. Hallelujah. Jesus said these words. He said, the Spirit of the Lord, Luke 4.18, if you want it, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me, okay? He's anointed you. He's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. This is the best news you'll ever hear, friends. He has sent me to proclaim fleet. Sorry, he has sent. Oh, I need a drink. My lips are sticking together, which would be a good thing for some preachers. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind and to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Somebody in here, get ready to jump. There's a wind of the Spirit about to blow across your nation. I'm prophesying now. But there's a wind of the Spirit about to blow across Australia. God has had enough 
of secular humanism and all sorts of junk invading the church. God is sending a wind across this nation. And I want to tell you, if you're anything like the locusts that I've seen, you better get ready to jump and catch the wind as it goes past. And you're going to soar on the wings like eagles, on the wind of God across this nation. You don't need to run down here. You don't need to run over there to get it. God's sending a wind to your nation and you're going to get on that breeze and you're going to ride it. So get ready to jump. I said, get ready to jump because it won't happen while we're sitting still. It'll happen when we jump a bit. It'll happen when we get a bit excited about what God's doing on the inside of us. It'll happen when we grab a hold of what heaven wants to do in our time and our will. God bless this little darling. She's jumping. And I can't believe you're all not jumping because God wants to do something. He wants to activate something in your life and in your spirit. God don't want us to be ordinary, okay? Secular humanism. We've become far too chained by the culture. Oh, chaka babusikia. Oh, my goodness. Fire of God. Let's loose a bit of fire in the place. Holy Ghost, fire. Get on it right now in Jesus' name. Come on, let's get a bit of fire. Holy Ghost, fire in Jesus' name. Catches apparently. Holy Ghost fire in Jesus' name. This sister here, you're not just getting fire today, you're getting a miracle in Jesus' name. I loose it on your life. The fire of the Holy Ghost and the miraculous in Jesus' name. Come on, let's go down here a bit. Dean, jump out here. It is Dean, isn't it? Come on out here. Is this your wife sitting beside you? Oh, on that side, okay. We don't want to get you having two wives before you get out of here. Holy Ghost. You never know what can happen in a revival. Lift your hands to the Lord. The fire of God's coming on you. It's a brand new day. It's a new season in your life. God says, I'm causing the sun to shine on this season. There'll be incredible favor. God says, victory! Holy Ghost, breathe on them now with fire and the anointing. The anointing's going to break the yoke, brother. It's going to break the yoke. Things that couldn't work out are about to work out. Things that seem confusing are about to come in incredible clarity in your world. God's unlocking the windows of heaven over your lives in Jesus' name. Father, right now, Lord, let the anointing of the Holy Ghost flow. Come out here, come out here. There's a bit here for you. There's a bit of Holy Ghost here for you today. God says you've got a, a, a heart anticipating the move of God, anticipating what God wants to do in your time, in your world, Jesus' name, in your job. I want to tell you right now, here it comes. Holy Ghost, loose a revival on her in Jesus' name. Take it, take it, take it. Shake a little, yeah, shake a little. Time we shook a little. We've got too ordinary. We've got too ordinary. We used to be Pentecostal, but we've got ordinary. We all sit in rows. God wants to move and move of the mighty power of God in your world, in your life, in your circumstances, in your health, brother, in your health, in your health, in your health. Right now, you've got faith. God's about to release a miracle in your body here today. In Jesus' name, I loose it right now. Right through, I speak to your central nervous system, calling it whole and complete as God's word declares it to be. Get ready for a new day, new start, new start in Jesus' name. Come on, give Jesus a hand clap right now. He's worthy. Time to wake up. 
Time to jump a little. Tell you what, we got ordinary. We got ordinary. Churches all over New Zealand just got so ordinary. Just go sit there. It's like the most, it's almost like a funeral. We need to have the power of the Holy Ghost that restarts us. You've got to jump a little and catch the wind of God right for you today. Right for you today. Not necessarily just for me or just for the person next to you. For you today. Mighty man of God, Pete and Emma, step forward right now. There's a fresh wind about to blow on your guys' lives. I want to tell you right now, I just felt it right then, that God is about to breathe on you afresh. Tell you what, you are people who love the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I know it. I've been, I used to speak at your youth camp. But God says you have a passion for the things of the Spirit. There's something about it. I want to tell you, passionate people, you watch them. Passionate people, there's, either one re, there's two reasons why people get passionate. Passionate and desperate and pressing to God. Number one, they're either incredibly desperate for a miracle or number two, they are incredibly excited about what's about to happen. And I want to tell you too, get ready for what's a God about to do. There's a fresh anointing of fire comes on you today. And in Jesus' name, Lord, anoint him right now with fire and fresh anointing, fresh vision, fresh concepts, fresh revelation, and in Jesus' name, all over your life, all over your family, and all over your home, in Jesus' mighty name. Lama, lama, dudushiki, ababababayanda. All right, sit down, you're getting too excited. Time's probably up anyway, but, but I'll tell you what, the anointing of the Holy Ghost will change you. It will change you. You see, people say, I want a personal revival. Well, here's one of the things that happens. Your conviction level goes to a new high. When you want a personal revival in your life, your conviction level will rise to a new high. There'll be stuff you can't do any longer. There'll be stuff that you just can't abide any longer. You'll be bored with it. You can, you'll get bored with your porn. You'll get bored with your flipping addictions on drugs and stuff. You'll want more of God on the inside of you because it's the fire of God that releases the promise. Stop focusing on your habit and start focusing on the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I meet people all the time and they're so focused on their little habit. Man, God don't want to know about your habit. He don't want your box of cigarettes. He don't even want you to give him the, the computer code to your computer so you stop watching the bad stuff. God don't care about that. He wants you to have more of him on the inside of here and it'll unlock all of that stuff and set you free. So we got to get here. I have people coming to me all the time. Don't I want your power. And so you pray for them, they get power, but nothing changes because they're not hungry enough. We've got to get desperate for the things of God. I'm talking desperate, hanging out. People get the anointing on them, but they can't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. They, 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 they fold like deck chairs when a bit of trouble shows up. And I want to tell you, we've got to get power in our lives where we become more than enough. And when the enemy throws stuff against you, we rise like an island in the sea and we say, our God is bigger than your circumstances against me, devil. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I don't, know who, I don't even know why this would spring out of the light there somewhere, but the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit just said to me, there's a woman here today. God's about to heal you right now in his presence. And I don't know what it is. It's some kind of a woman's issue, a problem with your ovaries or something like that. But God, and, and it's been causing you fear and it's been causing anxiety in your life. And God says, I'm setting you free today. Who, who is that? You, you, who is that? Right. Come, come out here, honey. 
Come out here. There's a miracle right here, right here, right now. Stretch your hand to water. Sister, as you come, I want to tell you, this is going to be more than a miracle. In the, in, 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 this is not just going to be a miracle in your body. There's going to be a miracle in your mind. It's going to be a miracle in your spirit. And God says, I have called you, even at a young age, I called you to be a mighty woman, to be a woman with a word. And in Jesus' name, I speak to this condition. I command confirmity. Get off her in Jesus' name. Loose her and let her go. Speak to it right now. Jesus' name, Jesus' name, Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Right now, we're talking free health care. You can't beat church, let me tell you right now. You can't beat the kingdom of God. The house of God is the place to be. Now, boy, there's fire. Listen, I need to stop. Time's up. So, no, no, you'll have to come tonight. Time, time is, I know. But listen, if I can remind you today, that God wants to do great things in your life. And friend, if my heart goes out to anything today, it's the people that don't know what I'm talking about. Because I'm talking about the power of a Jesus who unshackled me from sin and set me free 47, 49 years ago now. Jesus, 47 years ago, sorry. Jesus set me free. He's here today to set people free. Because you know the best miracle you'll ever see? is what happened to me 47 years ago when I said, yes, Jesus, I want you to be my saviour. I was 25 years of age and Jesus came into my heart and I want to tell you, every single thing in my world changed simply because I made one simple, seemingly ridiculous decision that I was leaving my past behind and turning and focusing my eyes on Jesus. The greatest decision. It seemed so simple, seemed so incredibly simple to me, that how could this possibly change anything? It healed our marriage. It healed Julia's broken body at that time. A miracle happened right there. It's kept us through hell and high water, and I mean hell. When your son gets taken out at the age of 30 and tragically killed on the way home, that's hell on earth, friend. It can take you out. It can destroy your future. It can cause you to be depressed for the rest of your life. It'll bust your marriage up. It'll wreck your future. But when Jesus is in the middle of it, he's more than a restorer. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. And he'll cause you faith. See, we all have faith, but we ignite it with loving Jesus. Yeah. We need to fall in love with Jesus again, yeah. friends. Yeah. 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 Let's fall. You, you're here today. You may not be a believer. Too late, you're looking at me. Too late, honestly. I'm a walking, talking, living, dancing miracle. Even after I got totally healed of being a quadriplegic, they told me this arm will never work. They started talking about having to remove the arm because it was starting to suffer the effects of not having any feed to it. But look at this arm today, because why? Because Jesus is our healer. Jesus is your healer. We've got to learn to get rid. I, I tell you, when she walked in the room and brought faith into the room that day, my awesome, fired-up wife, full of faith, you see, 
See, because the trouble is like the woman with the issue of blood, we start believing. See, the doctors had said to the woman with the issue of blood, 12 long years, we're doing everything we can, baby. You just got to bear with it while we struggle through this cause. It's we're doing everything we can. Give us some more money. We'll still keep doing everything we can. Nothing got better. It all got worse. And then one day, one day, she felt the sense of the Spirit of God rise within her and she said, I'm going to take it no longer. I'm going to press through the crowd of my mindset of doubt, my mindset of fear, my mindset of inferiority, my mindset where I've been cursed because of my past, where I felt like I'm shamed and I can't rise again. She pressed through it. She crawled through it. She made her way. She touched the hem of his garment and instantaneously received a miracle. Somebody today is going to press through the crowd and touch the hem of Jesus. Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.basechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Basechristianchurch. Christian Church.